Absent-mindedly tried to cover my mug with a bottle cap today and my students saw please send help. This week I've been told I look like Sharon Stone, Miley Cyrus and Ashton Kutcher. The trifecta. I just snored but was wide awake is this aging? Husband said I wear my confidence like Michael Scott wears his favorite jeans on Fridays. Welcome to Tweet Victory with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes, uh, but we sometimes ignore that timer and I have a <laughs> feeling today might be one of those days. I think so. Uh, let's jump right into the Tweet of the Week. Um, this is this is uh, a callback to one of my favorite early episodes we did. Me too. Yeah, um, it's a good one. So this says, uh, the tweet says, learning a lot about myself and the world this quarantine. And then there is a screenshot of what I assume is your Google search history. Yes, sir. All right. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to run down the list and then we're going to cherry pick conversation points here. Yeah. I think we should, should we start with food near nearby? At the bottom? Sure. Uh, okay. so, um, let me just read the, the whole list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the whole list says Shark Tank winners, Phil Collins album covers, whisker fatigue, dreams about plane underwater, <laughs> concrete Squidward, Keanu Reeves, food nearby. It's like reading a foreign language. Yes. Like, none of those words make sense together. <laughs> right. Uh, so let's go with, let's start with food nearby. Uh, yes. Talk, talk me through this. Um. So I, well, I got a new phone um, because I fell when I was running and cracked the screen on my new, my old phone. Um, so I haven't really figured out like texting super well on this. So there's a big typo. It almost looks like food newbie. That's what I thought it was at first. Yeah. Yeah. I had Mike look at the list and he was like, I don't know what that means. But yeah, just looking for um, takeout. That's all. That's all that one was. All right. Uh, Keanu Reeves, what sparked that? Oh, so many things spark. I, I search Keanu Reeves uh, frequently. What does Keanu Reeves mean to you? Because you're again, this is where being born when you were born matters. Because right. you were born, you were born at like Point Break era Keanu Reeves. Now, not that you remember that, mm. but yes, uh, my dad was really into the Matrix, so okay. that's my like entry point. Mike has seen so much of his filmography, so like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is kind of like his. That was the first one. Right? Yes, in my mind, that's who he who he has always been. <laughs> so whenever I think of like John Wick and some of these mm-hmm. things, I'm like, it's Bill and Ted. It's the guy from Bill and Ted. It's like he's always that. Even The Matrix, which I really enjoyed The Matrix, uh, the first two Matrix movies. I really enjoyed the first one. The second one I thought was better than people think and the third one was awful. But it's always like, why is the guy from Bill and Ted's the chosen one. Yeah. Oh, and he's like had the best comeback story. I feel like people really appreciate him right now. Yeah. He's a he's like a monster in terms of yeah, movie, movies. Just right a now. mega star. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. why were you searching? So I was searching because you know me and you know that I can't recall names of things very well. So I was trying to think of Always Be My Maybe. Oh, Have sure. Have you seen it? No, no, no. But um, I've, I've, I'm aware of his connection to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He like plays himself, but like a really terrible version of himself. Just mean and like basically mm-hmm. everything that's opposite of who he is in We've real life. We just spoiled one of the great Easter eggs in uh, that movie, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I think so many people have seen it. So it's sure. okay, right? I, well, it's too late now. So. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, Concrete Squidward. Do you Tell have me. any idea? I know what Squidward is from... Um, SpongeBob, right? Yes. So, okay. So, Mike um, 
follows a lot of potters on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. And one of the potters that he's, because Mike's a potter himself, one of the potters he follows makes these cute little like characters and Mike described them to me as looking like concrete Squidward. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So then I Googled it um, and it's basically what it sounds like. It, it looks like the character Squidward jumped into a bunch of like wet concrete. So everyone should just look wait, at wait, that. Wait, wait, you did a search for concrete Squidward and it came up with the guy that Mike was talking about, like his his work? No, no, or no. Or is concrete Squidward a thing? It's a thing, yeah. It's like... Oh, from the cartoon. There's this like small scene in this just hundreds of episodes series of SpongeBob where... Squidward looks like he's full of concrete, apparently. And Mike, like, knows that one scene okay. very well and was like, that's what this looks like. So I looked it up, sure enough. And I was just impressed by Mike's overall knowledge of SpongeBob. Wow. I, yeah. I have to say, I, this is this is the I am of an age where, like, <laughs> SpongeBob means less than nothing to me. <laughs> oh, we grew up on that. Uh, pro or con? Uh, pro or con SpongeBob? Yeah. I like SpongeBob. I've only seen the first like four seasons of it. Uh, That's I don't know, enough. I don't know how many seasons there are. Season two and three are excellent. Um, like, are they really like like? Uh, and I realized if you rewatch them, they would be excellent because of your nostalgia mm. for it. But if I, a forty-three-year-old man, <laughs> sat down to watch SpongeBob out of any context, would I really think it's great? I don't think so. No, okay. I think you had to grow up on it, or you, yeah, you have to have some kind of like affinity for it before you watch it. Okay. Because I've talked to friends too who are like you grew up at the same time as me, just never watched SpongeBob, and they're like, mm, I cannot get into it. It's too weird. Yeah, I got to tell you, you have no idea what a gift you just gave me because now I just realize like. Oh, I can just continue to ignore it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, this is this thing I need to know about. Like, I'm good. Yeah. You millennials can have that. And... I may be offended a bunch of people that are my age, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, dreams about plane underwater. Yes. So I have a recurring dream where I'm on a plane and it crashes into the ocean. I've had this dream while flying on a plane, which is Whoa. terrible. Oh, there's nothing worse than that. And then you wake up and you're like, I'm on the plane. Um, and you're like a panic sleeper to begin with, right? Yes, 100%. So um, I had you one. You need to stop dreaming, I, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I like in, And it's always like the <laughs> the plane like goes into the water but like doesn't crash and burn or anything. Like it, it still just like exists as it is underwater and we're all trying to like get out. It is a nightmare. So truly. did you learn anything about the plane underwater dream? Um, Is that like a common archetypal dream? Some people, it's like plane crashes is a big one. I don't know if the underwater thing was. And people were like, it's a lack of control. Or, you know, like all those things that anxious dreams always are. That's just a bunch of BS. Like I just, I want it to be something very specific. Yeah. Fear of flying. It's like, yeah, I could figure that out. Like, (laughs) this is about something you don't have control over. Uh, uh, Now, in the plane underwater dreams, Mm. is the plane just crashed underwater or are you drowning? Um, it can be any of those. Like, so sometimes, is the plane filling with water? Is it full of water? No, no, never. No. So actually, yeah. So I'm never like in the water. I'm just surrounded by it. And sometimes I'll like jolt awake right as the plane like hits the water. Sometimes it'll, I'll like exist oh, okay. underneath it for a while. See, I think I'm going to, I'm going to turn, make some uh, lemonade out of these lemons. <laughs> but like, I think the plane crashing into water dream is the silver lining version of the plane crash dream. Oh, Because yeah. plane, if, if you are like a real plane crash hitting the ground, like that's probably not a good outcome. Right. But you got a shot with the water. Yeah. 
So I think you think you think there are possibilities, even in tragedy. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Maybe next time I have the dream, it'll be positive. Well, let's hope so. Or yeah. just let me know and I will put a positive spin on it. Uh, I got to ask about whisker fatigue. Okay. Whisker fatigue is a real thing that I just learned about from my friend. Is and it a real thing and a serious problem or just a real thing? Real thing, not serious. Okay. So it is just uh, – it's a thing that cats get. And like their whiskers are so sensitive to touch. So um, my cat has refused to eat and she'll stop eating like if the litter box is too dirty, right? So she's really finicky anyway. But um, Mike made her some ceramic cat bowls, but he made them a little too tall. And so when she eats out of it, her whiskers hit up on the sides and she gets something called whisker fatigue where she doesn't want to eat anymore because she's too tired, which is just like the most cat-like thing to ever happen. Wow. Yeah, it's real. I want to have a version of whisker fatigue for myself. Yeah, like I've hit my limit. I should yeah. stop eating. <laughs> or it doesn't even have to be about food, but just this idea where I can always just fall back on that's my reason for oh, not doing something. Yes, seriously. Maybe I'll just go with whisker fatigue and see if I can get away with it. Uh, do you want to do Shark Tank winners or Phil Collins covers? We either don't either one. Uh, I Tell me why you're interested in Shark Tank and then let's talk about Phil Collins. I just honestly was like... Is there any winner that is worth? <laughs> oh, that like, like it actually any... turned out right. Okay. And Squatty Potty is the only one. Do you watch Shark Tank? Is that no? Have you ever seen it? No, okay. I just woke up curious. Wow, from the plane dream, and you're like, I gotta know if anybody <laughs> ever Tank. made it from Shark Tank. Okay, let's end with Phil Collins covers. Okay, Phil okay. Collins was trending today on Twitter. Why? Because well, I always get worried when someone's trending. No, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Okay, two like TikTok Gen Zers. recorded themselves listening to In the Air tonight for the first time and they hear the drum solo like the iconic drum solo and it's like their reaction of this is amazing we love this Um, so then Phil Collins like had a little rebirth in the Twitter world and was like that's kind of cool isn't that sweet I like it yeah and it's like it's a great song it's about people experiencing art and now and I'm and I use the word art and people can feel how they want about Phil Collins but like it is a creative enterprise Right? An artistic enterprise to mm-hmm. create music. And like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I looked up, Phil, so I looked him up last week and kind of do a lot because Mike is this huge Phil Collins fan. Unironically, like, he'll be listening to his, we have a um, record player. So, Mike, oh. if we go to like any record store, if we go to half price, he's always looking for Phil Collins, always. And that's like who he'll buy. And so we have this collection of Phil Collins albums. Have you? Do you know what his albums look like? His album art. Uh, I I lived through the '80s, so I can imagine. I know what his videos were like, so I can imagine. I have in my head imagined album covers, but no. What do you think it would be? If you could take a stab at it, they would be. They would all be so different from each other. Oh, they're oh, not my friend. No, they is are it just all him. Is it just him on the cover? <laughs> like just a close up of his head? Yes. Not only is it just a close up of his head, but he's always super sweaty. Like yeah, see, drips. What's funny is I imagined that was one of the covers I imagined, but I thought there would be different ones. But that was one that I imagined. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's I think one of the his main albums. I don't know. Mike's gonna be pissed at me for not knowing, but um, it's is like that iconic picture. But he keeps doing it throughout time. So you need to like look at his album art oh, from the last. Like, so it's like a weird time lapse photo of sweaty Phil Collins. Yes, <laughs> he's always sweaty, but his face does change, and so um. 
it's just super gross when it's on a vinyl too because those i mean those covers are big yeah yeah and the sweat drops his face ends up being like larger than life-size face yeah yeah and it is not pleasing yikes so uh to close the show what if Mike were here and we asked him what what are his top three Phil Collins songs? What would be what what gets or just what gets a lot of rotation? If like because Phil Collins has a big discography, so like kind of what is the 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 Phil Collins the iconic Phil Collins for someone like Mike? I don't think that I could confidently answer that because I know he loves so much of it. What I will say is that literally last night we had a conversation about how Tarzan is the best. <laughs> Disney soundtrack. Oh, so he'll go that far with Phil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Often we start out, um, like if we're playing games and we have YouTube on, um, just kind of filtering through songs randomly, we'll start out with Tarzan and it'll like either go in the direction of Disney music or Phil Collins. And it's great. It's just like, you never know. Could be Mulan next. Could be in the air tonight. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I think Tarzan, maybe. Wow. Well, Annie, this has been fascinating. Mm. I love Google search history. This is Google search history part two. Part three will come at some unforeseen time in the future. Uh, I don't know. It feels like we're in the darkest timeline right now, but maybe uh, maybe they'll, maybe it'll be darker. Maybe it'll be brighter. Who knows? Um, if you can hear my voice, you should be following at Annie underscore Berglund at Twitter.com. Um, great stuff happening there. Um, you should be subscribing to channel 3900 podcast network. I'm going to tie this into Phil Collins. We just recorded, uh, the new episode of video store, uh, about the movie Memento. And like you were talking about with those TikTok videos of, of people listening to, mm-hmm. uh, in the air tonight for the first time, this is, I tell a story about, um, what I love about Memento is the first time I saw it knowing nothing about it and realizing I've just never seen anything like it. Uh, Barrett and I had a great conversation, so you should give that a listen as well. I think there's a um, election shock therapy coming up this week because we have a VP pick on the horizon. Yeah. So I think they'll be doing an episode about that. Lots of good stuff coming. So subscribe to the network. Follow at Annie underscore Berglund at Twitter.com. And we will catch you next week. I think we're actually just about to record next week's episode because you're going to be gone. But we're not going to leave you without Tweet Victory. Never. Uh, So until then, we will catch you next week. See you soon. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio. (laughs) 